Hi everyone, welcome back to Mental Health and More. This is Bhavika Devjani, the host of this podcast. I hope all the listeners are doing good. Our guest for today's podcast is Dr. Nishtha Gupta. Dr. Nishtha Gupta is an MBBS MD psychiatry resident and mental health coach. She has represented India the World Psychiatry Association in 2021. Her special skills include REBT, which is Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy. anxiety disorders depression lgbtq education and trauma she is extremely passionate about creating awareness and destigmatizing concerns related to mental health and is putting efforts in public awareness with the motto it's okay to not be okay she also runs an instagram page at dr nishtha sai to further her passion to spread awareness hi dr nishtha um i'm extremely grateful to have you in the third episode of this podcast it's truly an honor to have you here thank you so much for having me i'm super excited for this great so um dr i just have a few questions that i'd like to ask you the first one being um so like all doctors have a back story as to why they do what they do i'd like to know what was your story and what inspired you So uh, I think ever since uh, I was a child, the first time I was in second standard when I was asked, "What do you want to be?" I just knew that I wanted to be a doctor. Coming from a family, my dad was a doctor, so that was set uh, written down for me. I think I always wanted to do that, but I picked up this field, psychiatry, when I myself uh, underwent clinical depression. that is when i realized even though i was blessed to have a very supportive family i realized how difficult it is for people to seek help for the acceptance of the illness and even in educated people how stigmatized it still is so that is the moment i think i realized that this is my calling and this is what i want to do my entire life for people so more than me choosing my field i think my field walked up to me and selected me for a lifetime that's actually quite a great story you know even um, growing up i've always had this desire for having a prefix of a doctor before my name and i mean i wanted to pursue neuroscience and neurosurgery in the future but um I think the whole hospital environment and the surgical procedures and all was just not my thing. Since then, I went in for psychology, which is also related to brain behavior and the mind. So, um, that was my area of interest. And if I do become a clinical psychologist, I still get the prefix of a doctor. So it was like a win-win. But thank you for that. My next question would be regarding PTSD like um what exactly is post traumatic stress disorder could you just share a few insights on that Yes absolutely so post traumatic stress disorder is uh basically it's an illness it's a diagnosis which is seen after a severe trauma now every trauma does not cause PTSD it is after a trauma which is severe enough to cause an illness in most people if they suffer from that trauma it the term came into being after you know world war 1 and world war 2 when the people in military used to face uh, face this so that is when ptsd came into being and what are the symptoms the symptoms the first is you uh, you have flashbacks you have avoidance symptoms 
avoidance as in you try and uh, not be near that situation again or relive that situation again you have night terrors you wake up in the middle of the night reliving that situation and not all traumas cause ptsd and uh, not all people exposed to the same trauma also you know undergo ptsd also the severity of trauma for different people can be very different and in fact it is extremely different because human being is dynamic it's he's we as people are very different so something that might be too stressful for me you know you might pass it off with a without even a hesitation so it depends but yes so that's that's about ptsd thank you for that it was very informative um my next question would be that a lot of people are afraid to take antidepressants because they think it could be addictive um it could affect their sleep cycle you know make them drowsy all day or it could even affect their physical well-being so um what would you say um about that and what's your take on it uh see so the first thing is that people are afraid for a reason that the medicines science is ever evolving you are uh, you study the mind itself and you understand how you know fast is this abstract science evolving so same is with medications the days the past days or years and years ago those medicines actually made you sleep all day but they have evolved over a period of time over so many years then they are evolving every year so that is why you get new medicines every year so yes this this stigma this doubt comes from a fact that medicines used to put you to sleep earlier and that is that is the advent of psychiatric medication that you sedate or you know you put the patient to sleep if the patient is not manageable but that was years and years ago today in today's state we have so many medications even for people who feel too sleepy throughout the day you know we have medications for them as well but people are afraid and it's okay to be so know that when you seek uh, the help of a psychiatrist the first thing is they follow a holistic approach that is you know not just medication or chemicals they address you know your mind body soul so the healing is from within to within to outside so it's complete healing it's dynamic and you're not surely going to be put on medications and also something that i always follow is you know i give options to the patients uh, that this is the medication this is the side effect that can be caused because in today's state you know take it for granted that everybody is going to at least open up google and read about what they are consuming especially when it's medication so give them an open approach be approachable as a doctor that is one thing that you can do and as a patient one thing that can be done is every question that you have noted down and ask even if it is extremely tiny and you feel you know you feel that is the doctor going to think that i'm stupid that i'm asking this question no trust me the doctor would be happy that you didn't google that and you actually asked so yes myth this myth is there that they are addictive they cause weight gain they make you sleep but these myths can be broken down if you have an open communication with your doctor and trust me every doctor would be willing to have that communication great thank you so much for busting that myth my next question would be actually it's a follow up question which is that what are some actual side effects of antidepressants if there are any Okay so to be very honest like antidepressants are you know like food has five courses 
So there's starters, there's appetizer, there's desserts. So similarly, you know, we can label that antidepressants are of different classes. So like there are different groups. So every group has their similar side effects. And we select, you know, keeping in mind the patient profile. So medications are very tailor-made these days. And we have N number of options these days. So of the most commonly used medications, they might cause a little, you know, gastric disturbances. By that, I mean mild nausea and acidity. That too, only in the initial days. Then some medicines do cause, uh, you know, a little, you know, they do make you a little sleepy. But we prescribe them only in people who are unable to fall asleep at all. And we prescribe them at night only. There are some medications which make you a little more alert. Antidepressants, I know it might be surprising that antidepressants make you alert, but that is true. And another side effect which is common is not weight gain. But the thing is, you uh, the appetite that you lose because of your uh, depressive features, that appetite comes back. You feel healthy, but you know, you are in that lifestyle where in depression, you stopped working out or exercising and physical activity decreased. So that leads to weight gain. That's not basically because of the medication, but because, you know, your appetite is back again. You're eating as much as you have to or want to eat. So yes, a few medicines cause weight gain and also a few cause weight loss. So I think if I want to name a few side effects, there'll be gastric disturbances, mild disturbances in weight, which are under control, complete control. Then mild sleep disturbances, you know, you can be a little more activated or sleepy depending on what choice is there. Plus there might be a little fluctuation in your blood pressure, which is usually monitored by the doctor in the first 10 days to see if the medicine suits you or not. Okay, that was quite informative. Um, my next question would be that um, what exactly is mood disorder? That is uh, an amazing question. I thank you for asking me that question. So um, a mood disorder is basically, you know, to explain it to you in a very basic way, it's like a graph which has a baseline. Mood mood is usually on that baseline with mild fluctuations in your happy, sad, which goes above or below the baseline. So two things that we have very commonly heard are depression and mania. So mania is above the baseline and depression is below the baseline. But again, being happy or being sad is not being in mania or being in depression. It's a prolonged pervasive mood which you know, stays for over a period of two weeks when it comes to depression and over a period of one week when it comes to mania. And there are other physical features, you know, there is disturbed sleep. By disturbed, it can be increased or decreased. Disturbed appetite, again, it can be increased or decreased. Physical activity, your interest in routine, uh, routinely pleasurable activities. And by that, I mean, you know, even listening to music, like when you're mood is above the baseline it's extremely increased you are putting on earphones music on loud all day for seven days continuously and when you are depressed you stop doing that for you know a period of two weeks or more so basically mood disorders are above or below the baseline that is mania and depression they are not sadness or happiness they are very sensitive diagnosis that should be left on the professionals you know, you should know when you have altered functions of sleep, appetite, activity, routine activities are disturbed or basic fluctuations of mood. If you feel that you're having any of these or somebody's around, somebody around you is having any of these, 
that is when you should try and seek help and leave the diagnosis to them and when i say leave the diagnosis to them i don't mean you know just be out of the picture i just mean that ask as many questions as you want to but leave the professional work to the doctors okay um i just have two more questions um one would be what are some effects of child trauma that um a person is likely to experience in the course of their life especially on personality development right so child trauma when we talk of is of many types you know one is which we very commonly hear of is sexual trauma you know and it's it's a very sad state of affairs that 6 to 7 out of 10 children and by that i'm not you know focusing on any gender it's 6 to 7 out of 10 children do face that in one way or the other that is not the only trauma the other is emotional and physical abuse physical as you know beating up at getting beaten up at home or by siblings or in the school or by teachers and emotional is you know getting emotionally drained in your own home because the environment or in the school you know because school and home are the only two places where children are for most of the time and the environment in home is not peaceful so childhood trauma can be emotional physical sexual abuse and yes it leaves an everlasting impact you know it's like putting your hand in front of a candle your reflex is to pull back your hand and this reflex is developed so childhood trauma if it is present you become too alert of every situation that could go wrong in life or you become completely fearless so yes it does lead to a lot of disturbances in later life because you know balance is the key to life nothing in extremity so if you lose complete fear of anything that could go wrong or if you fear anything that could go wrong in life and everything that could go wrong in life these are two extreme these are north and south poles but life has to be lived in the middle so that is you know explaining it to you in the most basic way how this can affect so childhood trauma leaves an everlasting impact and you'd be surprised to know that it's not just on the person that it leaves the impact on childhood trauma is passed on to the next generation the recent studies say it is known as transgenerational trauma it is passed on in you know in a mental way if a child has been traumatized in their own childhood they are likely to be overprotective parents or they are likely to be you know completely irresponsible parents so it comes up in every stage of life with personality development substance abuse risk taking behavior being extremely cautious you're more susceptible to mood disorders anxiety disorders so at every step in life i think being traumatized in life plays a huge role Oh wow um I actually didn't know about the fact that it could be you know passed on from generation to generation so um that was quite informative thank you um my last question would be that what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who wants to pursue psychiatry in the future so uh, as you belong to you know the same career we are we come from the same family of work you would know that it is extremely fulfilling it's ex- yes the it's extremely demanding it's draining but it's extremely fulfilling choose this path it's tough it's stigmatized yes it is but it is completely enjoyable it is completely overwhelming in a very good way and 
it demands a lot of hard work but i think if you're attracted to this field or if you're fascinated by this field i think you're ready for the hard work as well so you belonging to this field i feel you can also answer this question in this way that if you if you're willing to do it and if you're willing to think in an abstract way all your life and touch so many lives every single day then this is the field for you yes i'll totally agree with you that it is a very demanding field it requires a lot of hard work but if you have a passion for it then you're all in for it um but again thank you so much doctor it was amazing speaking to you thank you so much for having me you know there is an old saying that uh, mental health needs more candor more sunlight and you know more open conversation and hats off to you you know despite the busy schedule and despite everything that goes on in your life you're making an initiative you're doing the effort it demands a lot of time effort strength to be doing this it's hats off to you it's amazing work that you're doing thank you so much doctor this means so much to me um thank you everyone for coming to this podcast i am extremely grateful to have dr nishtha gupta in our third episode um stay tuned for more episodes and have a nice day